0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Chips and Bits podcast. I am your host Kenny Myers, and with and that was like a Max Headroom Kenny Myers combo breaker. W- and with breaker. me
1: is ma- 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 Matthew Anderson.
0: That's right, that's right. And uh, before we get started, I'd like to start with a little bit of house business. Ah, oh, you bastard! Yeah, which is like we want to make sure that we have uh, you give us money through our Patreon. Which is Matt? Could you tell the people
1: what it is? Yeah. Uh, Then I would have to look up my notes,
0: Kenny. It's patreon.com slash chips and bits or and bits?
1: Q bits? It's it's your intro. It's it's patreon.com slash chips and bits, all one word.
0: All one word uh, with the and, not the N. You could follow us on Twitter at chips and bits. That's with an N. Yeah. We're doing great at this. And then, of course, you can find all of this at our website, chips-and-bits.com. That's correct. Uh, and if you review us on iTunes, Matt will give you a dollar.
1: That is incorrect.
0: When No matter what the review says.
1: Also incorrect.
0: So that's the housekeeping. I'm glad we got that out of the way for the first time that we remembered maybe in the last few episodes.
1: Yeah, definitely the last uh, few. And Matt,
0: how are you today?
1: I'm great. You're sitting, which
0: is a new thing. We're going to see how the energy goes in this podcast.
1: Yeah, we thought, I think last time was morning podcast. Today we're going afternoon podcast with chairs.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's very relaxing. Mm, yeah. Mostly because I'm on codeine right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> because I had foot
1: surgery. Always relaxing.
0: Yeah, which is just great. Mm-hmm. I'm on codeine right now because it's Codeine Thursdays. <laughs> And with that, let's play some music. Really nice music we certainly didn't intentionally pause to leave room for editing later
1: i would not do if i was doing the intro that would not have happened
0: no matt today 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 we are talking about darksiders 3 yep a series which we have played one and two
1: yeah i think is this our first trilogy uh i um, mean not that we've played but that we've actually podcasted. like about. gone all
0: the way through mass effect
1: didn't we didn't we do podcast a, no, we about didn't do number one, one I don't think.
0: this is our first trilogy i think so i think i mean we can look that up and verify later trust But verify. Yeah. Uh, And uh, we loved the first one. Mm -hmm. We thought the second one was good. Yes. But it
1: skewered its potential in the end. Although, to clarify, we loved the first one in spite of some giant flaws. Right. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, uh, this series has been a flawed series. Absolutely. But, uh, like, one that I love. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love this series. Yep. And we actually reviewed the one of the creators of this series' games earlier this year, which is Battle Chasers.
1: Which is also amazing.
0: Yeah, and in the same art style of sorts. Which, yeah.
1: to their credit, in
0: Darksiders 3, without the lead creative director, they did keep... Not too bad. A, a pretty good... I, I wouldn't say imitation, but at least the style of... Not
1: too shabby, as you Joe right? Mad,
0: one of our favorite 90s comic book artists. Mm-hmm. Matt's personal favorite is... Describe your favorite. one of your favorite images is Wolverine versus the T-Rex. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Big 90s X-Men fans here. Love it. Uh, so let's talk about Darksiders 3. First, we'll start with our general recap of how we felt. Matt, how did you feel about Darksiders 3?
1: Uh, if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say, ugh. That's not a word. That's, a, that's an utterance. Sorry. If I was going to sum it up by one utterance, it'd be like,
0: ugh. Okay. Yeah. Now, what if you turn that utterance into a word? Uh, Frustrated?
1: Yeah, frustrating. Okay.
0: Yeah. My one word would be enjoyable. Nice. It'd just be like, meh, meh. it'd be like a like a like a like a low hum into enjoyable. Mm, enjoyable. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, you faced uh, so uh, I played on a pretty high end machine, and Matt played on a last generation high end machine,
1: which was still a pretty high end machine,
0: right? And even that was enough to make the PC version of this game like chonk along oh yeah just
1: almost unbearable at first right and so
0: i when i played it like i did have some crashes that would happen Mm -hmm. uh less so than i think on your machine in the first place
1: oh yeah i had full-on like system restart crashes this
0: is a technical pc mess
1: yeah i mean it's it's one of the the most poorly optimized and poorly running games i've played in at least five years. Yeah. It does not
0: run really well. I mean, to give you an idea, I have a 2080 Ti, which is the most expensive graphics card. It's, like, ridiculous. I'm not I'm not bragging, but it's Sounds great. like you are. It's great if you can get it. I mean, games are really great on it. Uh, I make it through all this podcast money. We get through
1: Patreon. We just buy 2080 Ti's. That's right. We've saved up all of the Patreon money for three years uh, yeah. to buy a fifth of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Mark. Bixby
0: Um... So we, uh, and that, like, this is like a top end system, and it it still had trouble running at 60 frames per second. Granted, this is a 4K. I mean, this yeah. is people, devs don't even shoot for this target much uh, anymore. Like, yeah. it's not even there yet, and games are just starting to get graphics. Sorry, technology is just starting to catch up to games being able to run at frame rates that were good at, pr- at previous uh, resolutions.
1: Yeah, but I think that, I think the biggest distinction is, I'm also playing other games while I'm playing Darksiders 3. Right. And those games are much more technically impressive. Like, Darksiders 3 looks great for what it's, what it's trying to pull off. Yeah. But from a technical standpoint, I'm playing games that are doing way more work like than Darksiders 3. Yeah, like The Division 2. Yeah. Um, and Oberdin, <laughs> Yeah, and Oberden. <Dinn. laughs> <laughs> and, you know, those things barely flex my PC. Right. Meanwhile, the title screen on Darksiders 3 just blows the fans on my computer like it's the middle of summer. Yeah. And continues to do that all throughout the game.
0: Yeah, it is a loud game by the fans. via Vicariously through the fans. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, that gets in the way of a lot of the enjoyment of this game. Like, it's really hard to, like, give a um, totally, like unfiltered review without noting that technically this game was was pretty badly was pretty tough to play on pc and to play it on pc you need a pretty high-end pc yep uh the highest end pc
1: um and then you'll still probably want to dial it down a notch from whatever the guess right. is maybe some,
0: maybe maybe everything is not an anti-alias yeah. as much as you normally yeah. like mm-hmm. um but as far as the gameplay goes um, the mechanics are pretty interesting. And each Darksiders sort of has its own mechanics. Yes. And this one, they decided to go with a Dark Souls-style gameplay, which is essentially you gather souls, or in this case, it is kind of like yeah. spirit orbs. They they all get some dumb name, but they're all just souls. Sorry for playing footsie with you there, Matt. That's all right. None those brand-new shoes. Uh, and... Um, you keep dying because everyone gets harder, but then yep. you start leveling up over time and everyone gets easier until they get harder again. And then you keep dying, and, and it's like a cycle of, of rebirth. Um, and the actual mechanisms of the game aren't too complex itself. Like, essentially. But they sure
1: are frustrating.
0: Well, what do you find frustrating? What's the. Give me an example of something you find frustrating.
1: Oh, how about the fact that they had that uh, <clears throat> Mass Effect jump pack problem? Where it, almost every single cliff and ledge you needed to jump oh, up yeah. on required the double jump, and the double jump had a somersault built into the animation. The so, jump,
0: the jump in this game is terrible.
1: So every time, like there'd be five platforms you needed yeah. to jump up, and I you mean, needed it, the to the jump. I mean,
0: the first major boss fight, which happens very quickly, yeah, is like is a platform, and There's a platforming section, and you immediately see how frustrating it is to get from. One area to another. You're more likely to go up than you are to go forward in this yes. jump. And a lot of the games required forward jumping. A lot of the game required forward jumping versus
1: just vertical jumping. But it's not even that the jumping itself is that bad. It's that they, there is an, there is a lengthy animation, an yeah. involved animation. A twirl. Where you jump, flip, grab, hoist Yeah. each time. Yeah. And so when you have to jump up five ledges, you have to wait for that animation to occur. And it's just super irritating. And as has well been established on this
0: podcast, Matt has no patience for video games None anymore. whatsoever. Zero. He just, <laughs> he just won't allow games to do anything that he feels is a waste of his time.
1: The other thing about, so like, even though I felt that, now again, another one of the things that bothers me about this game is that, you know, in, in the intro you heard me allude to the fact that, you know, we love Darksiders, the original, in spite of some flaws. One of the major flaws from in all of the Darksiders franchise, but especially in one, is the fucking camera. And in Darksiders 3, it's still there. So, the camera is still problematic. You still yeah. get stuck in weird, you know, it's behind you or it's behind a wall. And there's enemies coming at you from all angles.
0: Man, I, I mean... I know that this shouldn't be held in the review for the game. Like, like that is a flaw in the game. There are games that do it pretty well. But that's a really hard problem to solve. Yeah, I'm not... Like, even, like, the best 3D platformers, like Super Mario 64,
1: considered one of the best, has really bad camera problems. I guess what I'm trying to point out is that, like, if you know you're signing up for that problem, then it it's... You have to be really good at those other things well, you that are did, going to you pull you did. you didn't know you along. were signing
0: up for that problem.
1: I didn't. I thought maybe they'd fixed it.
0: No, you signed up for Darksiders 3, not Darksiders 2, where they didn't fix it either. Yeah, but no, at I, least I they
1: fixed the rolling animations. <laughs> um, the other, So the I did think that the sort of countering uh, and... and There's a blocking mechanism in this, yeah, similar to Dark Souls The blocking, and countering, Sekiro. and the fighting mechanics in general, um, I thought were... That was one of the few areas where I thought that had the potential to be better than the other Darksiders. I actually liked how they picked their own hybrid sort of Souls-esque fighting mechanics, and I thought it felt pretty good. Yeah. Um, The the part that irritated me that I thought they could have capitalized on was that they probably, again, in my opinion, the best story dynamic was how they uh, imbued you with power. Fury's character, they give you power through this... Uh, the, the Lord of Hollows guy, who, who looks, amazing. looks amazing. Yeah, uh, we'll put a, put a clip in the notes or a screenshot of what he looks like. He's awesome.
0: Well, I, I think <clears throat> still to this series credit, the character design is is amazing. Yes, yeah, excellent. Except so,
1: for the humans, always look weird. So he gives you these sort of elementally based uh, powers through these right. weapons that you have.
0: There's like a chain that does fire. Uh, yeah, there's a there's, fire ice there's
1: swords that do electricity. yep. Uh, the there's a weird stasis spear. thing yep. that just like. So those are great. Yeah. However, how you then use them yeah. with, with a really uh, sort of excellently done basic fighting mechanics is it's purely functional and context switching. Had they made it so that you can flip back and forth between them and right. use them in a more effective way? That could have been so fun. And instead, you're always like, oh, okay, I need to use fire for this. Oh, I need to use electricity for this boss. Generally, I found it to be whichever you prefer. Yeah, and, and again... That problem that you'll encounter in several games is that like, once you find the one you like, you'll level that that one up. And then regardless of whether there was a benefit to you using it strategically, it's so much more powerful because you've spent more time with it that you don't really play with the other ones anyways.
0: Where did you invest most of your – because there's three uh, areas of growth. I actually liked how simplistic this was considering the challenge of the game. Because a lot of the other games will have really complex RPG with hidden yeah. like benefits, but you get strength, vitality, and arcane. And mm-hmm. arcane is like your spells of sorts, but they're really just like the end of combos or certain things you do. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you usually do when you block attacks successfully, you can do like an arcane counterattack. Yes. Um, strength is, you know, just raw power, and vitality is, is life. Health, yeah. Where did you invest most of your points?
1: I would say, well, most by the end was definitely strength. Yeah, um, but probably the first at least third of the game, all I did was put my points into health because I you die all the time, and I was just trying everything in my power to just be like, can I not die as much?
0: I put, uh, I having played games like this before, wasn't too worried about that. So I did end up being like mo- mostly mostly balanced by the end, but in the beginning, probably third of the game i probably put it all into arcane
1: yeah i think oh really that's funny arcane was low i ended up with something like 30 because 30 strength 22 health and like 15 arcane. i think
0: i had come off playing sekiro so like blocking attacks was pretty much what i had spent a month doing yeah so i was like i'm just gonna keep blocking attacks and then using arcane and powering that up but i ultimately think that it was a little imbalanced like my arcane was really high and it didn't do as much damage as every boost of strength did yeah um it was, uh, I mean, it was. A, I thought it was an enjoyable romp, I guess I would describe it as. I know, I could see why fine. you would be frustrated with it. Um, but for me, like, the, the treat of those games is when they reveal new characters. And so the, the premise of the game is your are Fury. You're being tricked by the council, this council that keeps tricking people all the time. And no one expects it. No one expects it, because they're, like, the judges of the uh, afterlife. Yep. The rock people. Um and they send you after the seven deadly sins, actually hoping to kill you, which is revealed in the end. But yep. uh, the seven deadly sins are actually really cool villains. Like they're yeah. actually really. It's really neat to have the villains have a little more, more character. That's the the ones in uh, the other two games had a little bit of character, but they were just like demons. Ah, oh, we're evil. And these yeah, ones, and not
1: really things you you already have your own preconceived mental construct, either. right? Like right. it's almost like you had to say these are uh, abstract ideas. Imagine, made form. imagine greed. As, yeah. like, a person. Yeah. And, like, you might come up with something, but their personification of the Sins was actually really interesting. It
0: was really cool, and the design and the character design is still some of the best in this game. Yeah. Also, we got a preview of the fourth Horseman in yeah. this game, which we had never seen before. Who looks, man,
1: straight out of Destiny.
0: Yeah, he looks so cool, though. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so great, like, that they all have their own style, and he's a shooter. Um, it, I appreciate their attempt to sort of make each game its own genre. Mm-hmm. First being Zelda. Second being uh, like a like a Diablo, yeah, hack and, and then slash. this one being like a Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and then I think the fourth. Well, they're they're kind of doing this weird prequel thing, where you play as the fourth one, and that's like a weird another Diablo shooter thing, yeah. um, done by the people who did Battle Chasers. Thank God, back in Joe Mad's house. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the characters. I actually thought Fury's voice acting was pretty good. It starts off really cheesy, but then it gets really interesting. Just how they they move the characters along. Um, they did have the same surprise mechanism that they had in the first game where your assistant becomes the bad guy in the end. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. It was. But you get introduced to these incredible-looking villains. Like, the bosses look so good. Yeah, they were great. And they're all very different strategies to beat them.
1: Yeah. For example, some of them were really easy. Yeah. And some of them were so fucking hard. So hard. (laughs) But you and I had trouble with the different, the different ones. Uh did we? Yeah, because like
0: I had trouble with what is it? Is it sloth? The one who was a uh, big sitting on the chair. Uh yeah, I didn't have that was much. was carried with by him. the crab people.
1: Yeah, no, he wasn't hard for me.
0: Yeah, I had so much I died at him at least 40 times. Oh wow. Pride was very uh not pride, uh Pride was easy. It's too easy. Uh Lust? Yeah,
1: maybe. I don't know, I'd have to look him
0: up. Lust was the one that had like you had a double fight in the middle of it, I think. Oh yeah, that was pretty hard. That one was hard. Uh the angels, it's it's such but really a problem.
1: wrath. The second time was the hardest.
0: If you don't like the underlying game mechanics of this style of game, like it's it's an act in frustration. Like,
1: the whole, I mean, it's just that. To your point, uh, the one thing I absolutely agree with is that the where you have to learn to where this game either wins or loses is if it compels you to keep moving forward to find who that next, like to experience that next amazing character, right? And <clears throat> This game just didn't do that. Like for you, for me, there were long slogs in between, and then sometimes it was, you know, uh, a sin back to back. Yeah, and or sometimes it was a sin you'd already encountered. Yeah, and that whole sort of curiosity, it, they they didn't pace it very well. Yeah, or it could be that the problem was my absolute main gripe with this game, which we haven't talked about yet, which is the absolutely horrendous wayfinding system. Okay. Like, you cannot figure out where the hell you're going in this game. No. There's no map. Right. There are teleportation. You know, there's still the the serpent holes or whatever that that guy who's... What's the guy's name? Come on. the the Oh, this guy. The salesman. Yeah, the salesman. I he's, forget his name. He's an amazing character.
0: He's, he's in the first one, too.
1: Um, is yeah, he anyways. in all three? Yeah, I he's, in, he's all three. in all three. Yeah. Uh, you can still teleport from place to place. Yeah. But the only thing they ever give you is a skull in, like, a... 2D GPS. So as far as you're concerned, the next sin that you're fighting, you could just teleport right to them if you knew where you were going. Right. But instead, you'll just follow the skull and end up just backtracking through six different story areas that you didn't need to go through, and then hopefully you find them. And you just did that a lot. And every once in a while, you'd have that thing where you accidentally teleported back to update your weapons. Yeah. And then you start following the skull from there, and they're right there. You're like, oh, shit, they're right here. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is one of the key, like, s- seeing this as a Dark Souls sort of
0: homage, uh, one of the key things that people don't really talk about as much as they do the combat in Dark Souls is the level design in Dark Souls is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, and the reason it's incredible uh, is that it guides you places. And you explore. You get a you get a lot out of exploring, and you get like safe passages out of exploring, yeah. and you get like shortcuts back to areas that you didn't know existed, that make it easier to come back. and And there's a reward mechanism to that for exploring. And I think by having the waypoint system and by the level design being linear but trying to not be linear, they kind of threw that out the window. Like yeah. it was like. The waypoint system was so fucking confusing. It was horrible. I didn't even use it. I just kind of followed what felt
1: like the right path. Yeah, I, I just tried to make it my. I was like, I'll I'll go in the way that I want to go to see something new because that's what I should be doing because that's what would make this game enjoyable.
0: Right, but the level design didn't really merit it because it was very linear when it came down. To
1: yeah, it. like they to your to your point, they had some unlockable areas that would, you know, allow you Short, to get through yeah. it faster. But almost every single time you were dying consecutively at the same area over and over and over and over again until you beat that one section, and then you'd make it all the way through. Yeah. So the benefit of having those unlockables, you never really got to take advantage of it.
0: Right, and I think that that was really... I think that, like, everything about this game is sort of the uh, inverse of how we felt about one. Like, all the elements are there, and in Darksiders 1, like, they somehow came together even through a lot of, like, problematic stuff to make it a, a lovable game like there was something really great about it mm-hmm. and they have all those same elements but they just didn't blend together really well enough for this to be a lovable game
1: yeah uh, and I, like i think of that too and like i'm trying to think of what the critical like the most critical aspect of the feedback like would possibly be and it's really hard to put your finger on it it's just to know that like there's this really fine point i guess yeah uh, and in the first one it was like yeah the camera sucked and yeah all these things but the game's fucking awesome you know yeah. you can't really say why and in this one you're like yeah the camera sucks and all these things and also just yeah i don't i was just i wanted to be done with it like i said At about the fifth sin and i still had two plus another one to go and i was like Ugh. it was enjoyable for for
0: me more so because i played these kind of games like i i gotten bitten by the bloodborne bug sure and so that made that kind of process less frustrating for me. And also, I have more patience with games. For, for every ounce of patience, patience you lose as time goes by, I
1: gain it. <laughs> it's like a weird yin-yang system uh, where I'm like, yeah, let's go longer and take forever to go through something. I just think it's, the patience has to be purposeful. I mean, as, as I think Alien Isolation would demonstrate... When patience is the name of the game, I have it in spades.
0: Well, I but just, when I
1: don't feel like I should be wasting this much time doing a very simple task or something that should just be not be in the game, I don't well, have the patience for the that. The patience is different because it's about dying and
0: learning, but you don't have the patience for that. I do have it's the patience for that. It's a lot of dying and a lot of learning
1: and a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah, but the thing is, if it was dying, so, so here's the thing. I don't enjoy the Souls series just because of the amount of time it takes to do that, but I still always appreciated what they were trying to do with those game series. Yeah. So like each time you die in a Souls game, you learn something very valuable. Yeah. And then you have that with you the next time that you play the game. I just don't want to keep doing it for that long. Right. Darksiders 3 doesn't do that. Each time you die, you didn't learn something absolutely valuable about an enemy or some area that was new or different. Well, technically, you're supposed to get better at combat. All of the enemies are the you're same. You're supposed to get better at
0: combat and handling those situations. Yeah,
1: but like I've, I've played enough of the Souls games to know that... like. The, the intricacy of how different some of those enemies act towards you yeah. means you really need to learn their fighting styles. That's true. In Darksiders 3, it's, they just didn't have they're didn't they either swiping at you slow or fast. Or charging at you. Or at running at you. Unbelievable speed. And the answer to everything is dodge and attack. Yes. Yeah. the that's And the that's answer. why you pump money into Arcane or experience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I didn't learn anything <clears throat> other than that I didn't want to be playing this game anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> that seems to be a running theme for this year for you. It does. Uh, <laughs> this... Uh, it'll be really interesting to see
1: how you feel about Oberton. It will. That's the next game we're going to podcast about.
0: I don't think we have really much more to say on this game, to be honest with you. Like,
1: um, it- let's see what else there was. Oh, oh, there was my favorite. Uh, you know, uh, While we're talking about things that they borrowed from other games, uh, they replaced um, air ducts and ladders from the Deus Ex series with crouching tunnels. Which was Well, that's amazing. just a loading thing. Yeah, just I loved that so much. Because the tunnels could take, like, 30 seconds for you to walk through, which is great.
0: I don't think... I mean, Deus Ex, they had a purpose, <laughs> for sure. Like, you were trying to sneak to find access and there's Here, they don't. They just are loading. <laughs> I mean, you could tell on games now. It's very funny, because at first, you were, like, really impressed. Like, The Last of Us, you're, like, really impressed, because they really started doing these hidden techniques. But now... When you're in elevators or crawling through spaces at a very slow speed, like I'm replaying God of War, and there's constant moments. The original? No, the, okay. the one.
1: The new one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and there's moments when you're just crawling through a crack, and you're like, "Oh, they're loading assets on mm-hmm. the other side of the screen and unloading assets." But it's you. funny.
1: It's funny you mentioned God of War because if I think of the original God of War, that's the last time I can remember running into the. Well, we don't we don't want you to go any further, so we're just going to put a random end to the world here. And Darksiders 3 had that all over the place. Right. It was just like, oh, well, this bus you can't jump on top of. Right. You're like, why? I can jump on top of everybody. No, no, no. Don't go that way. And so they just you just can't use the mechanic. Well, I mean, all games
0: do that. It's just some do them more obviously than others. Yeah.
1: What I'm saying, the egregiousness with which they just decided that you'd be stupid and didn't need to do this. The last time I encountered I that. I feel
0: like we've played other games like that. Recently, the
1: last time I have personally experienced this bad was the original God of War, where they just have cliffs and you're just like, Yeah, you can't walk off that cliff. Well, you can walk off that cliff. That would be dumb. You'd die. (laughs) What a dumb thing. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, most game designers, most level designers figured out that if you just put something there, you know, like a cliff, like no, no, like a rock or something that makes it look like you can't go there, that's a little bit, you know, makes you feel a little less dumb. So they do that now. Whereas this one was like, Here's a bus. You're like, cool, I can jump on top of... Oh, I can't jump on top of these buses. Well, obviously, okay. those are the unjumpable buses of the yeah. apocalypse. Here's a clear space with like a ladder in it. Nope, can't walk in that direction either because that's the edge of this map. So they announced that prequel game, which looks
0: like a dun- like a Diablo dungeon crawler. It looks great. And we're going to play that, right? We are, yeah. Would you play Darksiders 4 if it looked interesting enough?
1: Is it by the same team? Uh, yes,
0: it will be by the Probably same team. Probably not. But they might have more time and budget. This one they did rushed. I mean, this is really like an indie game... This was really like a double-A game.
1: I don't know. And the other games were more
0: triple-A budget in games. Like This was like, do it quickly. And I think that showed, actually. Obviously. I think it obviously showed. Yeah. Uh, Because the previous entries were triple-A and apparently ran out of budget in the end of two. Uh, uh, I also like how they killed your horse in this game. Yeah. In every other Dark Souls
1: game, you get a horse. And this one, they're like, ah, horse is dead. Oh, I forgot the one other thing that I wanted to not forget to mention. <laughs> truly, like this is absolutely a combination where I will have to let my ego go quite a bit and reveal just how stupid I was. I was unable to figure out a particular mechanic in the game. Yeah. And that was that they definitely revealed to you that when you're in water, if you use the like purple
0: power, yeah, whatever you, it is,
1: you sink to the bottom. Correct. Yeah. Well, you know what else it helps you with? Not getting picked up and eaten by a tornado. Yeah. It helps you stick to the ground correct which they don't tell you right you're just supposed to have somehow gleaned that from the fact that you're heavier in water as well you're also heavier on ground right but i didn't figure that out and oh my god that fucking tornado could not fit like i i died so many times getting picked up and eaten by the tornado i know i watched you play it and it was hilarious i just was like what the hell is how is this not infuriating to everyone well you could run from place to place in the tornado too you can, but then there's other instances in which like you'd be inside a building. Yeah. And you'd think you'd be safe, but you were just standing too close to a window or a door. It would suck you right out of the hallway. I know. And I was like, it was like, what really the funny fuck?
0: watching you play that and knowing. All I that.
1: just couldn't I was like, oh my God, this is just I can't. I know deal sometimes with it.
0: you just get so focused on something, Matt, you miss out on
1: the bigger picture. I, do, I know, you know, and at that point in time I was focused with just being done with the game. I know. I w I couldn't I just didn't have the bandwidth to be like, what am I doing wrong here? I was just like, get this game out of my hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So that's your pro tip. If you play Darksiders 3, the purple power Which helps you. Which, based on this review, I hope you do. helps you stay on the ground when a tornado, when a stupid tornado, just some random, it's just dumb. That's anyway. Dumb, it was a dumb idea. It was
0: a dumb idea. Stupid tornado. I didn't like it. Darksiders 3, now available on PC and <laughs> all platforms.
1: But it's not really available on PC. It's sort of like available in a very buggy, glitchy It's fashion. available. <laughs> it's available. Anyway. I yeah. mean, that's really it. Obviously, it is, yeah.
0: I wouldn't consider this a rock solid. I enjoyed it, but, I, you know, I, I, it'd be hard, I'd be hard-pressed to recommend this over other games. Yeah.
1: Um, but it looks cool. You can look up some of the right. characters. Yeah. They look really cool. Certainly, this style of game, if you're looking for, you know, something to play, we've podcasted about several in the last year that are light years beyond this. Actually, stage. we've
0: never done a Dark Souls-like game.
1: Uh, I don't mean that. The closest sort of like, we've
0: gotten is God of War.
1: I was going to say, like, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. You should are... play God of War.
0: No, Horizon isn't like a, a Dark Souls-style game. I'm
1: not saying it's like a Dark souls
0: Well, that's what I'm talking about specifically, and you keep bringing up other games.
1: That's not what makes this game good or bad, how Dark Soulsy it is. That In many cases, that is now a definition through which I view <laughs> the world. <laughs> it's now a filter through which I view this the is world. This is a bad Dark Soulsy game irony, and a bad game.
0: Irony is I've never actually... Played through much of the Dark Souls series. I've only played Bloodborne and Sekiro. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, that's our podcast for today. I'm Kenny Myers, and with me as always, it's me, ma-
1: ma- 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 Matthew Anderson. Ma- ma- ma-
0: Matthew Anderson. And thank you so much for listening to this incredibly energetic, definitely standing podcast.
1: Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you again
0: next month. We love you very much, and um, God bless whatever country we are now. At the time of this release, oh, that's a really bad ending. I
1: don't even know what, that, what I don't, that... I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Chernobyl. Sometimes when and I the pause, Americans. when I pause, I sort of like the, the the joke you're trying to make will just like simmer and then has like a just a long fuse. I just really I'm don't like, know oh, where my
0: oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get I really it. don't
1: know where my allegiance is anymore. <laughs> then, I guess <laughs> that's what time I'm I saying. was like. Yeah, I don't think anyone got that.
0: No, I don't think I think it was in my own head. Yeah. Anyway. We'll leave you there in the most dangerous of spaces. Yeah. My own head.
1: Enjoy figuring that one out. Have a great day.